How are you? I am very well. How are you? I'm I'm good. I had a bit of a strange day yesterday. It was it was my mum's birthday. Okay. Um, but she died six years ago, so okay. it's always a, bit of a funny day. Yeah. And then and then my nan passed away. Oh, sadly. yesterday. Yeah. Oh, I'm um, so sorry. Oh no. It was kind of expected. She she had she had really bad dementia and other health issues, and she was in a nursing home and. Is she yeah. here? Was she in Australia or? Uh, in in Australia, so um, yeah. So it's a bit it's a bit like well, you know. I know even even if there wasn't COVID, I wouldn't be able to get back yeah. anyway. Um, yeah. But but my auntie's gonna live stream the funeral, so I, it's a bit strange. It's just a bit like I never thought I'd <laughs> I to say. online. So. Um, yeah. they're good innings she was 92 so um In you know we say she tried <laughs> she yeah. tried at 92 I mean, she tried i mean she's she was stubborn she was just um her because they 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 stopped giving her food and water last thursday and they said oh it should only take a day or two and then oh it took until tuesday she hung on <laughs> she's stubborn, she's stubborn. <laughs> So, oh, was, oh, wow. yeah, so, it was, so I'm good, but it was a bit of a strange day yesterday. A strange day, but yeah, give it time. There'll be plenty to celebrate. I'm sure you're gonna have some phenomenal memories of Grandma and. and yeah, an interesting, interesting family. So, <laughs> very interesting family, but aren't all families? So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely, I've got a text from my mother-in-law this morning. My birthday was August the twenty seventh. It is now September the what fifteenth or whatever. Yeah. Happy birthday, my dear daughter, she said. May God bless her. She puts all this scripture, all, which just copies and pastes for the Bible, sticks it all in. You know, I'm like, do I say you missed it? Just say, thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> Two and a half weeks, three weeks. She don't care. <laughs> no, no. When she found out, that was my birthday. <laughs> That's when she found out. That Oh, yeah. she was like, no. Was she like, no? Was she like, oh well, I still said happy birthday. Yeah, no, so. she, just said, she just, she just said it as though you know the fact that she's two and a half weeks old. I mean, there's nothing. I'm saying it now, and therefore you will receive yeah. my birthday greeting, <laughs> unless it's okay. How it will go? Okay. You know what? You could always think, hey, my birthday's ex been extended <laughs> out for like two and a half weeks. <laughs> the baby, absolutely. Oh dear. All right. So you've got the papers. So you've got something to help you frame your, your answers. Fantastic. I did. I did. I've I've written down some things, and it really made me think. Actually, the questions because okay. I was like. I was like, I could have fallen back on the usual ones that I'd answer these kinds of things to, but I was like, but I thought, you know what? No, I'm going to talk about something different. So fantastic! I love different. All right, let's do a, um, a sound check. So, Elizabeth, what did you have for breakfast this morning? Um, I had porridge with raspberries and honey on top. Oh, you're so good! I had tomato <laughs> soup. <laughs> <laughs> A bit random, but I know, but I, I just don't do breakfast foods, cereals or porridge. <laughs> oh God, no! I just don't do breakfast foods, and so I thought, oh, what's healthy? Tomato soup. And when I looked at the Weight Watchers, it was nine points. I've only got forty points the whole day. I've already ate it now. Oh no! <laughs> nine points for tomato soup. I was like, that I wasn't even that 
like tomato soup's quite thin. That's what I thought, but like, it's the thing, unless you really look, you don't click. Tomato soup, nine points. Wow. You know, on, on okay. fish, and chips, fish and chips is nine points on, on the watches. No way. <laughs> I should have had fish and chips. Fish and chips is nine <laughs> points on Weight Watchers. <laughs> Oh, that, <laughs> that would be awesome to say one day during a talk or something and for breakfast i had fish and chips yes. and, you know, so. oh it's been done many times leftover fish and chips pizza curry whatever's hanging about because i just don't do cereal porridge eggs oh god no <laughs> <laughs> so do you like to be known as liz or elizabeth um liz liz most, uh, most people call me liz fantastic all right let's dive in so welcome to the courageous leadership podcast with my guest today liz wright liz in one sentence tell us what you do for a living this is hard (laughs) (laughs) the first question it's hard what do i do for a living i did think about this i'll try and do it in one sentence Uh uh-huh i'm i'm a disability activist Okay. I'm a disability awareness speaker and workshop lead. Okay. I'm an editor of two disability magazines. I'm a leadership coach. Right. Um, and um, just to throw it in there, I was a Paralympic medalist. Or I still no, am. No, don't throw it in there. Let's, you know. just, let's stop and breathe and say that last bit again. You are I, a... I'm a Paralympic medalist. <laughs> yes, you are. And what's your sport? Uh, I was a swimmer. You were a swimmer. So, well, Aussie, I was a swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> and which Olympics did you take part in? Um, I swam uh, at the 1996 Atlanta Paralympic Games when I was 16. Wow. And in the Sydney 2000 Games when I was 20. So I was very, oh, wow. I was a youngin when I, when I did all that. Did you get a piece of silverware? I did. I yes. got um, I got a silver medal in the 400 freestyle and two bronze medals, uh, one in the 50 metre butterfly and one in the 4x50 freestyle relay. And for all <laughs> my English listeners, freestyle is what people call front crawl. We know <laughs> that in England it is actually the front crawl, but the rest of the world has not yet cottoned on and they keep calling it freestyle. Because for us, freestyle means just do what you want. yeah well it's true i mean technically um you know in in freestyle races you are allowed to do whatever you want (laughs) obviously most people do front crawl and i think because it is the fastest stroke and i think that's how it's ended up being called freestyle (laughs) freestyle is when i'm doing the doggy paddle because i do go swimming but i'm not keeping my hair getting wet and i don't like to breathe underwater so my stroke is a bit different to other people's (laughs) So Olympic medals, probably not, but I have got my 50 meter, um, when you're little, you get a 50 meter sort of um, certificate to show that you can oh, go back and forth it. a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All right, fantastic. <laughs> Prior to this session, Liz, I said to you, come on, talk to us about a mistake, a mishap and a triumph. And uh, the idea is that you are honest. <laughs> people listening so we're not talking about you know the glory stuff and when it all went right it's just because we want to share with leaders listen we can all do what i call being a numpty mm-hmm. numptiness happens to us all but when we're <laughs> doing our numpty behavior we think we're the only one we think it's you know who else could do this but me nobody would have made this mistake it's just me and this podcast the mistakes mishap and triumph is about showing people listen 
it's part of being successful yeah necessary part of being successful if you don't make mistakes if you don't do mishaps the triumphs don't mean very much to be honest and actually the triumphs are few and far between because you think that this just comes easily and it doesn't right so go on where do you want to start mistake mishap or triumph uh let's start with mistake um and and this is something you know generally when i talk about mistakes um in in talks i generally talk about mistakes i made in swimming as a teenager but i really dug deep for you diana <laughs> I like it. and i thought you know what i'm going to be honest as an adult okay and, mm. and say some of the issues um that i faced as as an adult in the the very many different careers that i've kind of had over the years because i kind of think it's it's something that as an inspirational speaker, I don't normally admit to that, that yes. this is, you know, what, what has happened to me. And, and especially in terms of self-leadership, perhaps, you know, internal things that I haven't dealt with the best way. And, mm. and it's kind of proved frustrating. And so for me, with the, the kind of mistake that I thought about, and certainly something that perhaps I, I regret about how I dealt with and that I, I wish that I dealt um, a lot better with, uh, was in my uh, late 20s, early 30s, I actually started a PhD okay. um, in fine art. So completely different wow, to what I'm doing now. You know, I'd yeah, gone yeah. to and done fine art and, and I decided that I wanted to do a PhD um, on looking at the, the visible um, uh, representation of disabled women within an art oh, context. Oh. And, um, you know, I went to university and I had um, uh, here, here in the UK and I had a supervisor who he was the only choice that that I could have at, at this particular university, which I won't name, I'll protect <laughs> their integrity because they are a pretty good university. Um, he was the only supervisor that I could have. And, um, and for me, I knew kind of instantly that something wasn't quite right i kind of felt that he was directing me away from what my original proposal was about and where my interests lie and um and you know speaking to other students i was discovering that he was doing the same thing with them so it was kind of he was directing us to to basically his interests his right. interests which yeah. isn't being authentic or true to yourself especially as a researcher um and i really kind of struggled with that for quite a few months but then um he invited me to a exhibition that he was having his opening night and i went along and and i remembered walking around this corner in the exhibition space and there up on the wall was one of his artworks and it was literally so similar to the stuff that i'd been working on oh. um, in in my own practice um that even you know my friend who i bought with me she kind of turned to me and she said was he exhibiting some of your stuff here as well and it was like yeah. No. <laughs> no, no, he's a thief. <laughs> um, yeah, this yeah. is exactly what happened. And, and I kind of, you know, I did what I generally did a lot of back then. I think a lot of us do instead of, you know, being very um, anti-confrontational, <laughs> mm, mm. I just left. I'd oh, had enough. Wow. I'd had yeah. enough in terms of the way that he was leading me and, and guiding me and supervising me. Um, and, I, and, you know, this had kind of been the straw that broke the camel's back for one of a better, better kind of cliche. Yeah. Um, and I left, even though I had friends telling me that you should put in a complaint about what he's done, you should, you know, do something about this because he might do it to other students. Yes. And, um, but it was that fear inside of me of what he would think of me, which is crazy because he's the one who did something, something wrong. wrong. Yeah. Um, but I was worried about 
you know, what he would think of me, what other people would think of me. Maybe I would be exposed as being fraudulent or something like that. I wasn't really wow. an artist. I wasn't really worth that. Um, and so I left and I kind of look back now and I think, wow, if it had happened now, I think, you know, having worked on standing in my power, I, I, I know yes. that I would have been able to have stood up to, to that kind of power structure within that particular yeah. organization about this. Um, and so I do kind of regret that a little bit that I wasn't quite to that no. point, even though I know it's life's journeys and it's, it's, you know, at that point, maybe I wasn't ready, but you know, there is still that tiny bit of but, regret there. Yeah. Gosh, I, I mean, it's, it, that's, you want to think, oh, that's so sad, but that's part of life, isn't it? It's that, mm -hmm. you know, that, that feeling where I know I should, but I can't. And so yeah. I'll, 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 I'll walk away. I know I should, but I, I just can't. I can't take this on. You know, I, I can't see how I'm going to win this, you know, without, yeah. coming, without getting dirty. And I think it's that thing about trying to win clean. And, you know, sometimes I think I, I, I want to do it, but I can't see a way where I'm going to come out clean. Yeah. I'm going to come out unscathed. I'm going to come out unhurt or um, unscarred. And that's not going to happen. Winners are covered in scars. We yeah. get covered in yeah. muck, don't we? We get covered Absolutely. in it. Absolutely. We get to stand on the podium when we won. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. So, and as, you know, I just think of those, um, I don't know if you've seen, there's a, a movement called Tough Mudder. M-U-D-D-E-R. Oh, yes. Yep, I've heard of it. Yep, yep. Things like crawling in the mud, going on under ropes and, you know, stuff that humans are not supposed to do, basically. And, you know, <laughs> under obstacle courses and what have you. And the person that seems to be number one is the dirtiest. Yeah. It's all over. Because they really just went for it and went straight through the mud, you know, straight over, covered in splinters, but they won. Yeah. And that, it really just sticks to me that women can be a dirty business. Yeah, I don't yeah, mean dirty yeah. as you know you're malicious or you do things underhand. I mean dirty as in it's hard to stay clean. Yeah, because I think I think you have to put yourself out there, and I think that's the thing about if if you do want to succeed in life, it is about being brave enough to go. I'm just going to do this. I don't. I don't care what people think, you know, if it's the right thing for me or it's the right thing for a wider organization or team or whatever, it's yeah. putting yourself out there to actually take that risk and you're going to get scars. <laughs> going to get scars, going to get a bit dirty. But I also say to people, if you're listening, I know you're listening, leadership on your own is a choice. You don't have to do it that way. Mm. You know, it should be at least an effort where it's collaborative or you have someone or some group of people that you talk to mm. that they don't necessarily always agree with you but they are your support they're your cheerleaders yeah you know because even those people who do wing tough mother they've got a coach they've got someone who gets them up in the morning and says get out you've got to go and run it's 4am but go on, that's what you said you're going to do so you know that kind of so there are people yeah behind the victories that don't get to stand on the podium with you but they're in your hearts you know so yeah it's, I, 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 I just want to go back to the guy who took your painting list <laughs> because you, know, you internalize what he should be feeling the yeah exactly and the shame. isn't that something exactly and it's crazy when you look back and you think about it but but you know I, I know we all have those moments and yeah. it's yeah it's something that we have to I think work through and yeah figure out why and those of you listening you look we all do you hear that we all have those moments so if you're having a moment of <laughs> numptiness we've all done it 
right, so we've got mishap or triumph. What do you want to do next? Um, I'll do mishap because I think um, in terms of being a numpty, this was me being a mega numpty. <laughs> a mega numpty. Um, and it really made me address the way that I have my processes in my business okay. and the way that I, I run things, which I still don't do perfectly. I still miss emails and stuff like that, but <laughs> yeah. don't we all? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But this was when, when I first started my speaking business, um, it was about a year or two in and, um, and this teacher had booked me to come and speak at this school. And, and at this point I'd, I'd gone on antidepressants for anxiety and I was feeling a bit foggy headed and, and, you know, I wasn't keeping on top of things as best mm. I can, which again is fine because, you know, it's life. It happens. Yeah, it happens. Um, and I'd gotten up this, like this particular morning, had breakfast, I was sitting down chilling out and I got this frantic phone call from this teacher saying, where are you? Oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, um, am I I'm not meant home. to be there tomorrow? I'm at home. <laughs> no, you, you, I booked you for today. Oh, and this school was an hour away and I was supposed to go on in 20 minutes. And, um, and he was so lovely. Um, this teacher because he, he swapped um, me around with a, with another speaker who was more local and could get there really quickly. <laughs> and of course I quickly, you know, I quickly threw clothes on, makeup, everything, leapt in the car, probably sped. that <laughs> 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 I didn't meet any policemen along the way. Oh, wow. Um, and I got there and I just felt awful. I was so apologetic and I, I um, you know, and I did, did the job and, you know, I got really lovely feedback in terms of the actual speaking, but I never heard from this teacher or this school again. And, and, you know, it kind of led to these, these worries of, is he going to tell other schools, you know, like she's really rubbish. She doesn't, you know, do this. And I was absolutely mortified, but, you know, I, I did see it as, it's a, it's a lesson. It's a lesson to look at my, what processes do I have in place? What structure do I have in place? Is there something I can do better to make sure that this, <clears throat> that this doesn't happen again? Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, that sinking feeling in your, in your sort of thing. Oh no, please tell me. Oh no. And then you, 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 just, you just don't know what to do. What, how yeah. do you, <laughs> How do you rectify? Yeah, that was a mega numpty. You get the that was, that was a mega numpty. There was tears. <laughs> there was stress. There was mega anxiety. There yeah, I bet there was. <laughs> literally, just like you know. But you know, again, I think it's being gentle with yourself and just going. You know what? I'm only human. We're all only human it's beings. True. We're gonna make mistakes. Yeah, that's true. That's 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 a takeaway, isn't it? Just be gentle with yourself. Yeah, um, that's that's true. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna remember that for today. Diana, <laughs> be gentle with yourself. I'm gonna do that one. Come on, take us home. A triumph. Let's have it. Okay. A, a triumph, which um, again, something I don't really talk about, but is is quite personal and I thought really important to talk about today. You know, mm. I was born with my disability and um, as much as I've never, you know, blatantly gone around saying I, I wish I wasn't disabled or um or that I hate my body or anything like that. I certainly was never someone who walked around going, oh my God, I, I, I look wonderful. I look brilliant. Look at my body. It's so mega hot. Look how wonderful I am. You know? <laughs> I, was never, I was never like that. And I think I really internalized a lot of what um, the world said about disability. Um, even, even though I kind of, you know, would be saying something opposite, I would, I would still internalize all these negative messages. And then, um, 
it kind of the past few years I've really embraced disability activism and a few years ago I did a TEDx talk where I completely switched the whole what I did on its head you know generally I was doing inspirational speaking and you know trying to inspire others but this time for my TEDx talk I wanted to talk about uh, disability in general and disabled kids in general and how we should be looking for their strengths and and like the positive aspects of of their potential and, and what they could achieve in life and um, and I was really nervous. It's probably the most nervous wow. I've ever been yeah. for a talk. And I got up on stage and, and I did it and I felt really strong and empowered afterwards and I got great feedback. And then, um, you know, I forgot about it for a few months. And then, you know, for me, that was a triumph in itself. But for me, yeah. I think the personal triumph out of this came from when the video came out. So, you know, Ted had yes. edited the video, they put it out. And I normally hate watching myself on video. I normally loathe it. I can't stand doing it. Um, but I made myself watch my TEDx talk. And I can honestly say for the first time in my life, and I did say this to, to friends and my housemate, um, for the first time in my life, I felt beautiful. Watching wow. myself up on that stage, standing in my power and my ability to talk openly about disability for the first time in my life, I looked at myself wow. and went, wow, you're beautiful. Yes. And I've owned that since I've gone, you know what, I might not look like everyone else, but that doesn't matter because I know I'm beautiful. Absolutely. So for me, that was a really big triumph, especially. Oh, I'm gonna clap. <laughs> that's, a, that's phenomenal. That is, that is a beautiful triumph and you are beautiful. Oh, <laughs> As are you. Oh, you're totally beautiful. And it's, 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 it's powerful that you share that internal struggle with us mm. and I know there'll be other people listening who will hear that and resonate with it yeah you know, and, and recognize yeah I understand where she's coming from because I, I have that that same journey either to go on or I've, I've just conquered yeah. it you know so and, and I think I think for me because the TEDx talk was so stemmed in my purpose and my values and what I really ultimately want to leave as a legacy in terms of my life I think that is where I saw the beauty shine through it was like me being authentically me this yeah. is me and I oh, accept wow. that so and again that's another takeaway the authentic version of yourself is always the most beautiful mm. it really isn't but we've got to accept that haven't we because sometimes we want the Kim Kardashian version of ourselves well, I'm like, I don't know whether I'm up for wearing a corset, but you know. Oh, maybe you're not. <laughs> well, like that perfect Hollywood lifestyle or that Hollywood outlook, you know, beautiful yeah. body, long hair, nails that grow, eyelashes that just seem like, you know, butterflies. And, and, that kind of thing. <laughs> and I look and I think, hmm, is that airbrushed or is that real? Mm, maybe I won't mm. have the extra cracker. <laughs> no, yeah. have the cracker. Have the cracker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you Liz for sharing with us if people want to get in touch with you follow your work or your content what should they do um they can pop me an email at elizabeth at elizabethwright.net or you can follow me on twitter um my uh personal account is at esul which is an anagram of my middle name right. which might just be easier to search for elizabeth <laughs> <laughs> Um, or you can contact me even through um, at Conscious Being Tube um, on Twitter, which is one of the disability magazines that I edit. So there's oh. a few few avenues. 
Fantastic. I want to say thank you once again to my guest, Liz Wright. A round of applause. No, thank you. Thank you for having me, Diana. Sharing those honest truths. I really, really appreciate that honesty because I think it will, it will empower others to you know, get in touch with their truth as well. So, people, I hope you're feeling less numpty-ish on your leadership journey. Come on, we all get it right and we all get it wrong sometimes. But don't do this on your own. Reach out. We are here to support you. Leadership should be renamed Avoiding the Numpty Bumps Journey. Yeah? Okay. Liz, thank you once again. Thank you. Thank you, Diana. All right. And we're there. There we go. Thank you. Perfect. That's all right. Thank you very much. Okay. So I will text you when your episodes come out because I'm going to actually probably release eight episodes in a, on a, as a bunch, as a launch. Okay. There's quite yeah. a few. So, but it'll be there. So, thank you once again, my love. That's all right. Thank you for asking me to be, to be on. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. You too. Talk to all you right. soon. Bye bye. Bye bye, man. Bye bye.